What's going on, good people, and welcome to Live by the Three of Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. For more Raptors content, podcast news, or if you just want to talk hoops, please feel free to hit me up on the Instagram page at Live by the Period Number Three or on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three. On December 3rd, the Raptors were back at home hosting the Orlando Magics on a Saturday night, facing a team. Our young rebuilding team like the Orlando Magic was the stepping stone that the Raptors needed. And I understand that the Raptors haven't played well as of late, that you wouldn't think that looking past the Orlando Magic would be a good idea for a team that's been blown out in back-to-back games. But on paper, the Raptors are the better team. They're the more experienced team. With no slight against the Orlando Magic's, this should be a winnable game for the Raptors more times than not. And one of my keys to victory was, and I thought it was probably the most important one, was to get off to a good start. Thankfully, the Raptors proved me right. They came out the gate aggressive, OG Ananobi leading the way as a human battering ram. It was an OG show in the first half. He finished the half with 23 points and the Orlando Magics had no answer for OG. OG got to the rim at will. Anything around the rim was a dunk or a foul. He got to the free throw line eight times tonight, knocking down six. He was an absolute bully in the first half and for the entire game for that matter. And I think what can be attributed to this great season that OG is having so far is that he's finally figured out that he's stronger than most players, that he can be as physically dominant as he wants to be in order to get to his spots. All the while being under control, staying upright, not falling over himself like he has done in the past. It's impressive to see and he scored 23 points in the first half. Another player that took a step in the right direction was Scotty Barnes. He looked like himself, and I've said that multiple times during the season, but he looked comfortable. There was a Scotty Barnes smile. He was having fun again, and you saw it in his game. He got to his spots. While it's not the prettiest, it's effective. Backing people down, getting into the paint, using the little flip shot, hook shot, getting into the mid-range getting to the free throw line while he did not necessarily live there. He didn't need to. He was hitting a lot of those patented hook shots and layups that we have grown accustomed to, especially in his rookie year. Not to mention his aggression on the rebounds. Ended up finishing the game with a double-double. Four assists, getting out in transition, keeping pressure on the defense similar to OG. I was just happy to see Scotty Barnes doing Scotty Barnes things. And to compliment them, Let's not forget top five Pascal, who quietly was on another triple-double watch. The Orlando Magic could not stop Pascal. Anytime, anywhere, Pascal was getting to his spots and converting. Whether it was looking for his shot, getting out in transition, looking for his teammates, he finished the game with 10 assists, and getting to the free-throw line at will with N1 after N1. I don't know if it's possible, but I know the agenda 
to have OG Ananobi finally get his Defensive Player of the Year accolades is on the top of everyone's mind. But the Raptors have two players that can quite possibly be most improved player of the year. And I don't think it would be a slight to either player to quite possibly give it both to Pascal and OG Ananobi. I know it's never been done, but the steps that these two players have taken this season, Pascal already being the best player on the team, elevating his play to an MVP caliber player, OG Ananobi taking that leap and finally not only being healthy, but being a consistent player on both sides of the basketball. There aren't too many players and too many teams for that matter that have a Pascal and OG on the same team. While I've been focusing a lot on the offensive side, on the defensive side of the ball, the Raptors absolutely neutralize Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, I should say the Wagner brothers for that matter. However, Bull Bull was the highlight for the Orlando Magics tonight. I don't think there's any player in the league right now that fits the Raptors mold other than Bull Bull. He's essentially Chris Boucher with handles. Somebody that big should not be moving up the floor the way that he does. The tight handle that he has, the ability to shoot the basketball, it's just unnatural, but it looks so good at the same time. I know there was a Bull Bull propaganda earlier on in seasons past. It seems to me that Bull Bull has found a home in Orlando, and I could not be happier for him. He finally has gotten the opportunity, and he's making the most of it. But enough about the magic. The Raptors put on an absolutely dominant performance tonight, getting contributions from everybody. I will note that Juancho Hernan Gomez tonight looked like he sprained his ankle. He only played five minutes, did not return. And that is very discouraging. Hopefully it's not that serious. But Juancho Hernan Gomez, a.k.a. Bull Cruz, has been a solid contributor as of late. Whether it was starting or coming in, coming off the bench, sorry. Juancho has been giving great minutes. And to lose him at this point would be a discouraging blow as the Raptors continue to nurse injuries from key players in the rotation, such as Precious and Otto Porter Jr., but the Raptors looked like themselves, got their swagger back, looked like a dominating team tonight, coming away with the victory 121 to 108. The Orlando Magic shot 38 for 78 from the field at 49%, 11 for 28 from three at 39%, 21 for 26 from the free throw line at 81%. The Raptors shot 47 for 84 from the field at 56%, 9 for 29 from three giving them 31% and 18 for 25 from the free throw line at 72%. The three-point shot has been a struggle all season long for the Raptors. We know the limitations that they have from the perimeter, but we definitely would like to see that in the double digits at 10 minimum, especially in today's NBA, that makes all the difference. And their free throws took a bit of a dip. As of late, they've been better and more consistent. However, 
18 for 25 is not a great average to have. We definitely hope that the Raptors can clean that up. But when we look at the other stats, rebounding favored the Raptors tonight. They were the more energetic team. One of my keys was to control the glass and get out in transition early and often, which is exactly what they did. Whether it was OG, Pascal, Freddie, Scotty Barnes pushing the tempo. They did it early and often. 43 rebounds to 29 for the Raptors. 12 offensive rebounds, 31 defensive rebounds, 31 assists. The ball movement was crisp. Everybody was getting an opportunity to do their thing. It was OG that led the way. Then Pascal started to eat. Freddie started to eat. And it just went on like that. And it was great basketball, entertaining basketball at that. Points in the paint favored the Raptors. Like I said, stick to your strength. OG, OG confirmed exactly that thought that they had to stick to their strength. And that's exactly what he did tonight. And it was infectious for the team. 70 points in the paint to the Magic's 46. Second chance points from the 12 offensive rebounds that the Raptors got. Created 17 points to the Magic's 5 and fast break points. 21 in favor of the Raptors to the Orlando Magic 16. And points off turnovers favored the Magic 29 to the Raptors 25. Like I said in the previous episode, the Raptors need to get back to what was working for them, getting back to their strengths, and sticking by them. And having a great start was very, very important as well. Nick Nurse mentioned that the players had a meeting, and normally when they have a players-only meeting, it's to address a lot of the issues, clear the air, there's a lot of controversy surrounding it. And obviously, Nick Nurse did not elaborate. We will never know what the true story is. However, they did have a meeting to get back on track. They know that a discussion needs to be had that they were not playing Raptors basketball and they responded well to that. And that's what you want from an experienced team. They have veterans while they're young and Pascal and Fred Van Vliet who have won championships, OG as well and Otto Porter Jr. They got a great group of guys to help this team get back on track and they definitely accomplished that tonight. But when we look at the starters, Pascal Siakam, Christian Coloco with another start, OG Adenobi, Scotty Barnes, and Fred VanVleet. Like I said, Pascal was a walking triple-double tonight, 26 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals, 9 for 15 from the field, 1 for 4 from 3, 7 for 7 from the free throw line. Just a great, efficient game from Pascal. Christian Coloco, 6 points tonight, 5 rebounds, 1 block, 3 fouls, which was an increase from last game but three for five from the field no free throw attempts and all three of his attempts were dunks he got off the floor quick he went up strong played through some of the physicality while the magic has didn't have much of a presence in the middle it was great to see coloco improve on that side of the basketball og adenobi 32 points two rebounds four assists three steals Four shy off of his career high, which is 36. 12 for 17 from the field. Two for four from three. Six for eight from the free throw line. Like I said, he was a human battering ram tonight. He got to his spots early and often. A lot of it was in the paint. The Magic had no answer for him. And OG has figured that out. When there are mismatches, he should be taking advantage. And he's physically able to do so. And he definitely accomplished that tonight. Scotty Barnes. 
17 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. He looked like himself again. This was a this was a stereotypical Scotty Barnes game like we have seen multiple times during his Rookie of the Year campaign. He looked like himself. He looked like he was having fun again. And we want that to continue. Fred Van Vliet tonight, 13 points, 2 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, 4 for 11 from the field. 3 for 8 from 3 point line and 2 for 3 from the free throw. He's definitely struggling with his shot. He's keeping the defense honest. He's getting to his spots. The Raptors are finding him off ball. The shots will fall. He's struggling a little bit, but he didn't have to force it tonight. Didn't have to play heavy minutes, which is great to see, especially off of back-to-back. I'm sure Seti Freddy will figure it out. When we look at the bench, Thaddeus Young. Six points tonight, two rebounds, one assist, three for five from the field. Not much of a playmaker. The Raptors were looking for him to score tonight. And he did that in a short order while staying competitive on defense. Chris Boucher, 18 minutes tonight, six points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. Nice to see him hit one three, only two for five from the field tonight. He's had a stretch of bad games. I'm sure he'll figure it out, but it's great to see him always competing, always trying to be that spark plug for the Raptors. We see that every time he gets subbed into a game, he's rushing to the and sprinting down the sideline to get to the scorer's table to check in. I'm sure he will capture his very consistent form off the bench. Juancho Hernan Gomez, like I previously mentioned, only played five minutes, had to sprain ankle, only scored one point tonight. He went one for two from the free throw line and then they took him out of the game. So hopefully he'll be back much sooner rather than later. Ken Birch, only six minutes tonight, two points, two rebounds, one block. It was a solid six minutes for Birch. I know I haven't been very high on him as of late. He's he's definitely expendable at this point with the other players that we have on this team. But tonight he played great. He was engaged defensively, hence the block. He was doing things that Coloco should have been doing for us with all the extended minutes that he got tonight. Not a slight at Coloco. He's young. Birch is a little bit more experienced and a little bit more familiar with this team. So I'm not worried about Coloco, but a solid game from Birch. Malachi Flynn came in in garbage time. Same with Delano Banton. Five points for Flynn. Nice to see him shoot a three. Delano. Only two points tonight in 11 minutes. Kind of forced it a little bit, but I think that can be attributed from missing a couple of games and with it being his second game back. Definitely going to take a while for him to get back into the swing of things considering the type of rhythm that he had before the injury. And Gary Trent Jr. unfortunately cooled off tonight in 28 minutes. Five points, one rebound, three assists, two for 10 from the field, one for seven from three. He struggled tonight and not doing himself any favors in terms of getting himself back into the starting rotation. I don't know if that's going to happen. I would definitely like to see it in a game like this. It's not really missed, but we have a couple tough games coming up against Boston, against the Lakers. You're going to need your top five guys ready to go. So hopefully Gary Trent Jr. can recapture his form and get back to the great shooter that we know he can be like i said a great win for the raptors however pleasantries are going to be short-lived they're going to have to focus on their next opponent 
which is the Eastern Conference leading Boston Celtics on December 5th with a 7.30 tip-off. Jason Tatum putting together an MVP caliber season. Jalen Brown being the Robin to Tatum's Batman. And the pedigree that the Celtics are bringing in, the defensive pedigree that they're bringing in with the likes of Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White, and the other role players on their team that know their role very well. And the Raptors are definitely going to be tested this game, and hopefully they'll be ready to go. But when we're focusing on the Celtics and the keys to victory for the Raptors, you have to stay disciplined. You can't afford to make many mistakes with a team like the Boston Celtics. They're a great defensive team, similar to the Raptors. They like to get out in transition. I'm very curious to know how the Raptors are going to defend. I'm hoping that we don't do what we did against the Brooklyn Nets, which is double teaming Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown more often than is required. But in this case, it may be the strategy to go with and forcing the other players to beat you, not name Brown and Tatum. But their defensive rotations will have to be crisp. They have to be consistent. Can't afford to make many mistakes with this Boston Celtics team. The second key, control the glass. The Celtics are a great rebounding team. I'm sure they will love to capitalize on second chance opportunities. So hopefully the Raptors can control the glass put a body on them, match their physicality, and limit their rebounding opportunities. And transition defense. The Celtics like to get out in transition, similar to the Raptors once again. Gotta get back on defense. You don't want to allow the likes of Tatum, Smart, and Brown to finish in the open court. You allow that to happen and you're going to lose the game. Even though the Celtics are a season removed from a finals run, a deep finals run, the Raptors have continued to trend in the right direction since we last met in the bubble. I'm very intrigued to see this game. This is going to be an entertaining one. And while I don't believe in saying that this is an important game at this point of the season, but it is an important game for the Raptors in my humble opinion. It's a measuring stick for them. The Celtics are leading the Eastern Conference at the number one seed presently. It'll be nice to see how the Raptors stack up with a contending team. The Raptors are a solid team at home. They are 12 and 11 on the season after tonight's victory, nine and two at home. And they're gonna be putting that a line against a very good Celtics team. And that's it for me. Thank you to listeners new and old for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you. As usual, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and follow the podcast. It would mean so much if you take the time to do so. And until the next episode, everyone, please stay safe. Good people. Peace.